0: First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. We're on a little bit of a tight schedule today. We are still going to help. Um, <laughs> we'll get to you. We'll get to the people, but we're at limited time, so we're going to dive straight in. Normally, we'd chat for like five-10 minutes before starting. You might not even like that, so maybe this is going to be your episode. Maybe for the people that do, we'll scale it back to exactly 30 seconds of chat. Okay. Starting yeah. now,
1: go. Um, how's your day going? Um, pretty well. I'm recording a podcast with my friends, and it's kind of neat. No, what wait, about me you guys? Too. Oh my god, Oh my god, we have so much in it's common. It's funny you should say that. That's exactly what I'm doing and have been doing today as well.
2: Huh.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do
1: that every week. Cool day. Cool um, day. How about current events? Um, they're pretty current, from what I understand. Yeah, very and, current. and quite eventful. Oh, <laughs> you, you said a mouthful. Time! What Time. an incredible... Oh, Insight into our lives. It's just
0: nice to shoot the shit, but very quickly, before we start the podcast. <laughs> really shoot the shit. Um, I'm going to kick us off immediately with a pressing first world problem from Spike. That's 10bus underscore UK on Twitter. They say, just opened a brand new pack of Warburton's Crumpets. <laughs> sponsored by Warburton. This podcast not sponsored by Warburton. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish. And found my six pack was only a five pack.
1: As in... His muscular six pack.
0: Well, that's what was I'm that not, related. That's what I'm not
1: sure about. He
2: opened the packet and one of his abdominals disappeared.
1: That is serious. That is serious. I can honestly say that, like, at uh, uh, my like smallest and thinnest in terms of body fat, it mm. literally
0: took one meal for my abs to disappear.
1: Mm. It so maybe nice.
0: maybe he's discovered that Warburton's crumpets have a one <laughs> to one <your> ratio <abs. laughs> to your abs to your abs to space. So he opens it up. He's got a six pack. He's got a six pack. Then he eats one. Suddenly, two five packs. That's a loss of two. Warbitons, you magicians. Eat
2: one, lose two. Yeah. Ah. So if he ate all six, he'd be he'd have a no pack and then he'd have two no packs. Yeah.
0: Because oh. the pack would be empty and his pack would be flat.
2: What if you know some some uh some smart guys try and like put two extra ones on the end so like ten percent extra free and yeah. you get two free ones? So he's bought a six pack. But he's got two free ones, okay. so, so he's bought an eight pack. It's an effective eight pack, but it's still marketed as a six pack. And then, like they usually put like a different color on the two in the end, right. you know. But you've only got a six pack. You've only band. got six to lose. You've done, yeah. yeah. So it's not like by purchasing that you suddenly discover two new muscles. No, 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 no. So you, however, <laughs> however.
0: <laughs> however, what if Warburtons instead of doing a two extra free, mm. they did a two extra inverted? So maybe you could cancel out. Wait, so you're paying for two more, but you still only get six. No, no, no. So what I'm saying is you get six, but you also get two that counteract the actions of the other six. <laughs> they are abs. They you are eat abs. an ab and it will go down and suck. I guess they'd have to be three abs. They'd have to be the density of three abs. Um so so to, to, to negate the one? To negate these. the six. If you've got if you're only having two and they need to negate six, then yeah, you need three. So
2: three ab per crumpet. Yeah. Brunch it. We
0: could call it the
1: pump it. Oh my god! This is this is all slotting into place so yeah. seamlessly. So
0: crumpets and pumpets. Yeah. <laughs> crumpets now with free pumpets. Now with an extra two pumpets. Don't feel guilty about your midriff. And you've got to you've got to then ask yourself: How do you eat it? Do you eat all six crumpets and go to zero, and then pop back up to three full yeah. or three? Because or... what I'm assuming is you only have one crumpet a day. This is the thing: Who actually burns through a six pack of crumpets in yeah. one, one sitting? Yeah, I'm not saying who
1: could. I think two, two
0: a day is probably your maximum. Yeah. So yeah. you've got a choice of either having two normal crumpets, then a normal crumpet and a pumpet, then a normal crumpet and a it, whatever. <laughs> or starting with the pumpets, getting up to six pack, 12 pack even. <laughs> so you grow six more abs. You go six more abs. Where do what... they
2: go? Do they go above or do they go to either side?
0: I think they Ooh. just continue
1: downwards.
2: Or each, each ab that you have just... <laughs> cuts in half subdivides yeah <laughs> so subdivision of abs <laughs> so
1: instead of like two two and two it's then like rows of four and then rows of mm. eight small ones
2: oh okay so it's like
1: so yeah. armor we're eventually you creating
2: have, but it takes up the same amount of space yeah it still only takes up the yeah. same amount of space where your abs would be but it's just like defined
0: subdivided into such a sense that you kind of look like you kind of look like a rugby helmet yeah i remember when i was younger and i used to spend all day every day on trampoline or on a bike that was probably my fittest muscle point. Yeah. At this point, I had you could call it a four pack, but it was two defined ones at the top, and yeah. then two a rough outline, much of less two. defined ones that took up the space of the other four. Yeah. So maybe that's the, what this one did. I was at a four pack at that point, but if I'd had one more pump it, I'd be at like <sighs> a nine pack or something. <laughs> I really,
1: I don't want to imagine someone who only buys crumpets for the pumpets, never eats the crumpets, and wow. just builds like an eighty six pack.
0: Maybe we need to change the packaging. Maybe we go instead of like, because crumpets are laid out normally three and three. Yeah. Then you can access the pumpets too easily. Maybe we go for more of a polo sort of route, like wrap them in a tube okay. and you, or bagels. So it's like a Pringles tube. Like a Pringles tube of pumpets and crumpets. And you don't know which order they're coming you in. You don't know which order they're coming in. Do we show which one is which? Do we like dye them?
1: Or, <laughs> or, or <laughs> you or have no idea what you're going to get. Yeah.
0: Like a Russian roulette They taste exactly the same
1: But one feels like an ab But one <laughs> th- Yeah oh, One's One's tough
0: And sinewy Toasts like an ab
1: yeah. <laughs> it's not... oh, God What would that smell like? It would t- well, The sweet
0: taste Of Warburton's Pumpets <laughs> I'll tell you what it'll smell
1: like Tom It'll smell like a toasted ab <laughs> That's like the worst insult Anyone's ever said to me Tom you smell like a toasted ab You smell like a toasted ab Go hit the showers
0: <laughs> Go touch some lava Um You You don't want to overdo on your pumpets. some people might but that's like substance abuse or like people doing steroids like it'll be help classes it's gonna happen you don't want to juice too hard no we want to try and limit juicing i think the polo packaging or pringle packaging is a good way of doing that i think so too.
2: pump it pump it patented pringle pop polo technology now technology begins with a t but Otherwise, it's that same technology um,
0: because oh, we could also we could also get yes. the chest working Ooh. in there. Yeah. So abs is actually a, a branch off from the main division, which was technology. Which was technology, yeah. yeah. Um, but every, I mean, everyone's now worked on their chest because they bought Warburtons for so long. So yeah. 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 Now crumpets they come in a six pack, so they they're for your abs. Yeah. yeah. What would what would pecs be? That's kind of a two pack. A two pack. What comes in a pair? Uh, Muller uh, corners? Avocados? They're kind of musly. <laughs> does, kind of does not an avocado look like it could bench you? No. It <laughs> looks
2: like... an avocado stone looks like it could bench me, but maybe, it's the smallest part.
0: Maybe not it. from strength, but just through sheer force of willpower <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it does look like an angry old man. That's not
0: a skin to mess with. An avocado is an angry pear. If there was one vegetable that you wouldn't
1: want to fight, would you say yours is an avocado? avocado? Absolutely. Mate, mine's broccoli. Broccoli's seen some shit. Broccoli and it's got broccoli, many arms. Yeah, but
2: broccoli's fluffy on top,
1: like mm. but hard and
2: sinewy on chunky the bottom stem. You know what I wouldn't fuck with. What? Celeriac. Oh yeah, because that is just like a bruised and like gnarled old fighter that's been living under the ground, mm. can but could just decimate you.
1: Celeriac could have served in like the Russian secret service. Yeah, and it doesn't, it doesn't like,
2: it doesn't like talking about the the flimsy green stuff that grows out of the top of it. Yeah, but it at its core is an absolute mm. brute.
1: That's the thing. I think I'm going to change my answer. Actually, uh, stem ginger. Oh stem, Ooh, yeah. stem ginger is gnarly. Stem ginger
2: is like the um, is like the old uh, like Chinese grandmaster who lives on top of a mountain <laughs> and like moves as one with the wind, but is like impenetrable. Like you could shoot mm. him with an arrow and it would just like bounce off him. Stem ginger looks like Geo Dude, a little bit. And lots of little
1: Geo Dudes. Stem ginger looks like Geo Dude. <laughs> so in conclusion,
0: pumpets, <laughs> um, pumpets from Corbettons Yeah, Corbettons is good um, with patented technology. Technology. Perfect. Love love it. Perfect patented technology. Let's move on.
2: Okay. Well, I have one here from Beth. It's another food-related one. We're going food. Uh, Who says, this is, sorry, this is Beth. That's Beth L. Pritchard on Twitter who says, The guy who sat down next to me in the library smells really good, but I want to eat my crisps, and I'll stick the place up with the smell of scampi. Scampi
0: crisps?
1: Yeah, scampi fries are a thing. They're a very, like, pub snack, I feel. They're horrendous. I was only introduced to them uh, about a week ago, uh, and (laughs) Lil described it in the worst possible way, which was like, do you want to try one? I was like, oh, I really don't. I don't know that. I was like, you'd like it. It's the fish version of pork scratchings.
2: Yeah, like...
1: There's so many words there
0: that I hate. Right? (laughs) Number one, like, use a metaphor. Don't use a simile. (laughs) Fucking goddamn it! Um, It's more—it's more powerful literary device. We 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 briefly touched on pork scratchings. I think
2: in our first ever episode. I'd like to just circle back to them as a concept briefly before we touch on the scampy fries. Yeah, toasted skin. Toasted skin is not scratch it like scratchings. It's a bizarre word. It's a bizarre name for it. At least scampy fries are you always usually scampy fries. So like it's a bit of thing that's been fried. But they are very much in the school of crisp Where it's 90% smell, 10%
1: taste Yeah, mm. I,
2: I also just love the
1: idea of there being a crisp school Welcome to crisp school <laughs> I'm your headmaster, a quaver <laughs> Welcome to smell class I am your master, the quaver The quaver is the master of smell against taste Yeah, when you actually put a quaver in your mouth Nothing
2: happens If you hold your nose and put a quaver in your mouth <laughs> Anything could be happening it's not, it's nothing uh, Actually no, I reckon if we're going to smell class Monster Munch pickled onion is mm, That's up there Is is the granddaddy of that because Monster
0: Munch, they They ascribe more to the assault the senses Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, We're a fucking Every, foot, deal with it yeah. Everything, spiky crisps Spiky crisps, monsters Kick you in the nose, purple package Purple packaging, angry colours <laughs> awful, awful stuff
1: just the worst. But Horrible a good thing. crisp, yeah, that's antagonistic class. But a good crisp,
0: in spite of all of its yeah. Trappings. I will fight you. <laughs> um, you talk about scampi fries being quite a pub snack. Yeah, yeah. She's in the library, so she comes straight from a sesh to study. Potentially, she, I
1: don't really know if you can buy. Can you buy pork scratching, for example, in like a Sainsbury's? Uh, you can, but it's not yeah. the kind. It's the kind of thing you could do,
2: but when you're not in the the rosy glow of a pub you kind of have to look at yourself a little with a little bit more come on yeah. what are you doing you know and for the same reason that you wouldn't um you wouldn't get a bu- you wouldn't get a bag of pork scratchings and then like empty them out into a bowl like a dip for a dinner party i think similarly for the guests yeah like oh yeah help yourself to there's a, some guacamole we've got some twiglets and pork
0: <laughs> scratchings <laughs> in a bowl i like the fact that you thought twiglets were classy party food as opposed well, to pub snacks i mean compared to pub snacks yeah. yes very much so. Twiglets are... They're long and thin, like the... Like a breadstick, yeah, which is fancy. And like the ruling classes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very long. <laughs> very long and thin. Um, covered in marmite. Covered in marmite. And next to pork scratchings. I, I don't think scampi fries are something you buy anywhere. No, I think she's got to have come
1: from the sesh. I think yeah. so too. So maybe she smells more than she thinks she does too.
2: You know that if you're... If you're... You know, you've got a skin full of that old poison juice. You do... Your sense of smell is drawn towards, you know, fried foods and, like, Mm, nice smells and stuff.
0: And she says he smells nice. Yeah. So does that mean he might be smelling... He might be a fried food.
2: We don't know if the he she's referring to, this guy that's next to me in the library, it could be a kebab.
1: Yeah. He could be a
2: kebab. He smells
0: good. I don't want to ruin it. We don't know how
1: how hard she's been hitting it. I mean, she's got scampi fries. It's got to the point where you're buying pub snacks. To try and serve yourself up. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's an emergency. That's a
0: ripcord. Who goes to the library after a session? She must be in...
1: I, I don't think she's even in the library. I think, I think she's said at the pub. I think she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's, and she's just like, this library is so noisy and smelly. Everyone be quiet, the <laughs> library. She's,
0: I have a test. She's like, stop talking, the books are getting wet. She's,
2: <laughs> she's reading one of the coasters and therefore believes she's in a library. <laughs> We've solved it. That's what's happening. Take a, take a look around. If you can see beer mats, you're all not in a library.
0: Yeah, there, like, there's a Venn diagram. Of things that are in libraries and things that are in pubs. If someone's asking you to pay your tab, you might still be in a library, to be fair. Yeah. You've got overdue beer (laughs) on loan from us.
1: Um, That guy behind the bar's not an invigilator for an exam. He's the barman. He's the barman. He's telling you to be quiet, not because you're in a library, <laughs> but because you keep shouting about books and pork scratchings. I love that you're like screaming yourself silly at a bar, and it's like, shh, 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 be quiet, and it's like, shh, of course, everyone, be quiet. This is a library. Yeah, the bar is empty as well. As oh, well. yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for any particular reason. It's just <laughs> until quiet. the nice-smelling man came in, and it is just a man carrying fried fi- fried food, yeah, right? and pizza. It would be. And he
0: smells really nice, but she doesn't want to embarrass herself in the library with her scampy fries. No, there's a lot going on for you, Beth. And we hope (laughs) that you make it to your exam, because clearly your study session has not turned out quite. (laughs) Your your study session just turned into a session. It just turned into a session, and that's fine, but you might have a bit of a hangover for the exam tomorrow. Mm. I think
1: Um, the fix here has got to be if she believes she's in a library, she can believe those scampy fries are something else. You're talking Peter Pan imagination food. Absolutely Peter Pan imagination food. Put the scampi fry in your mouth, but you're actually eating quail's eggs. Put the scampi fry in your mouth, but you're actually eating a book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm eating my knowledge. Quail's eggs and books, both famously better suited library snacks.
2: One smells more like old leather. The other is a book. Yes. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen a quail's egg in person.
0: <laughs> what is quail? What's a What's <laughs> What is quail? It sounds like quill, which is a booky term. Yeah. Is it book a quill's egg or
1: as I like to call it <laughs>
0: ink? ink.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. in a in the beer library, drink an ink. Drink yeah. drink and ink, drink an ink and um and think. Drink drink and think. Think, blink. Blink. Definitely important.
2: blink. Yeah, your eyes are getting a bit dry.
0: Yeah, and then yeah. wink at the guy who smells nice. And all yeah. will be revealed. Cool. Let's move on then, Beth. We can't help you. We just hope you have a good test tomorrow. Okay, so I've got one here from uh,
1: Kevat, a third food one. We've done it. We've oh. done the whole. We've done the whole thing. I love theming. I'm impressed. A foodie, clean sweep. Foodie boys. This comes to us from Kevat on Reddit. Thank you. Who says? Very simply, I'm too full to be a starving artist.
2: Yeah, you're not going to be taken seriously. No. Yeah.
1: You, you've you got a, an image to maintain,
0: but you are stuffed to the brim. Starving artist is very much... Um, when you're at Tesco's or Sainsbury's, you go up to pay and you've got all your art supplies and you've got all your food for the week. Mm. And they they ring you up and they say, that'll be whatever, £42. And you go, oh, I've only got 40 I'm going to have to put some of this back. A starving artist would put the food back and yeah. buy the paint. If you've put the paint back and bought the food... You're not starving anymore. You're not an artist. You just are. You just are. If you don't have any paint, you're not an artist. That, them's the facts, buddy. That is true. You know how people say that, you know, a picture
2: is worth a thousand words mm. and a song is lots of words. So pictures are similar to songs. And what do you need for pictures? That's right. Paint. So mm. those are two kinds of art. And if you haven't got paint, you can't do either. Yeah. And you can't drink paint. That much has been well documented. So there's no killing two birds with one stone because I think if you... Well, hang on. If you drink the paint, if you buy the paint <laughs> and you drink it, you're not going to be full. You will have just bought art supplies so you are an artist. Mm. So you will still be spending the money. You
0: won't be full. Oscar. And,
2: yeah. I think I'm stuck on a I think aspiring. you're stuck. <laughs> I... I I think I'm just stuck and thinking about paint, man. Like, you need to help me out of here.
0: Yeah, if you, if you don't want to be a starving artist and you want to buy food as well as your supplies, that's fine. But if you've chosen to buy food instead of supplies, that's where the issue comes in. Yeah.
1: I think, to be honest, the way this is fra- like, phrased, like he wants to be a starving artist, mm. but he's found himself very full. So we yeah. need a way of faking it, basically, until you make it. Fake it until you're hungry again. Okay. How do you
2: look starving?
1: I think Makeup. We can make, we can use makeup to look very gaunt. Some shadowing, yeah. Some interesting bags under the eyes. Make you look malnourished, even though you have a really big gut from eating all this food. Yeah, a big fat skeletal man.
0: Maybe you conduct all of your meetings with um, crazy mirrors from like Hawaii mirrors. That kind oh, of stuff. Oh yes. So you put your gut on the slim bit. And you, you angle it in such a way that they see you from a different angle and so, you're all slim. So you're, Don't di- walk any further. Yeah, you're, you're doing meetings <laughs> at, part the of art. at the end of a hallway. Come no
1: closer. You can see the art on the walls, but you cannot see me any closer than I already am. This yeah. is actually perfect because this does lean into the artist angle way more. Just like, wow, he really has a process. He's yeah. dedicated. He's a method
0: artist. Yeah. I've never seen one of these before. No. He literally only paints in halls of mirrors. And he only conducts business. his business through art. Yeah, um, okay, so that's
2: the visual side of it. Uh, physical cues, things that all starving people do. Rub the belly. Yeah, mm. just absolutely. spend a great deal of time rubbing the belly and going, oh. Yeah, groaning.
0: Uh, which should be easy for you to do because it's actually something people who are very full do as well. They yeah. go, oh. Yeah, it applies to both. You've just exactly. got to put a slightly different lilt into your voice.
2: And you know, sometimes if you haven't eaten for a really long time and you, um, you do a burp, and it kind of tastes like nothing. Yeah. You can just still burp if you're really full, but then just tell everyone that tasted like nothing. <laughs> Because then they'll be like, oh, it didn't smell like nothing, but you know,
1: who is he to lie? So, so far in this scenario, what happens is someone comes in that you want to try and impress into your hall of mirrors. Uh, Yeah. They walk up through the first kind of like three corners and then you just hear, stop "Stop right where you are. And then they look around to see an impossibly skinny gaunt man covered in makeup rubbing his belly going, ooh, and then that tasted like nothing.
0: Hi, how are you? Yes. You've, you've, you've followed us on this journey, Tom, uh, and now you're ready to invest in this artist. <laughs> this,
1: this artist. Would you
0: like to buy a painting? Uh, <laughs> would you like to buy a painting so I don't have to starve um, so I can buy food again? I spent all my money on mirrors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. You're,
2: you will you the impoverished side of things because you've spent all your money yeah. on funhouse mirrors. And um, it's a
0: self-fulfilling prophecy.
2: Yeah. Uh, change your name to, um, Change your name to Marvin Artiste, mm. because people can mishear it. You know, Marvin Artiste, the starving artiste. Mm. People might say your name wrong, and so they'll just Ooh. assume he's the starving one. He's the Marvin one. Like. Even
0: better, change your name to Hank Marvin. Yeah, that's... Oh. Oh. That's the Cockney rhyming slang for starving. That's true. So you don't even have to lie. It's a lie of omission. People say, what's your name? Go, oh, I'm Hank Marvin. Oh, he won't tell us his name. man. he's done. God damn, he's genius. He's, a, he's an unknown artist who's hungry. He, mu- <laughs>
2: he must be really hungry. He didn't understand my question. He just told me that he was hungry in cockney rhyming slang. He's delirious. Someone get this man some bread. Oh, I couldn't. And the answer is really you couldn't because you're too
1: full. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it ruins what, what my they'll, process. They'll, what they'll see it as is, oh, he's so humble. He won't yeah. accept charity. <laughs> he, he's focused so much on his art that he doesn't have time to eat. Yeah. In, in real, life, could, <laughs> in real I, life, you just polished off a KFC hours so ago. Like, I couldn't yeah. possibly, or I
2: might die. <laughs> wow, he really believes in the art. Like, if he That's if he does that. anything to change the process,
0: he, he'll die. He'll die for this art. No, I just had two roast dinners. <laughs> so, Hank. Yeah. Hank Marvin art art mirror installation conduct all your business in your gallery you are the art you are the art the art is you yeah. the art is within you and I guess on the mirrors and that's that's it you have to be a mirror artist but you can be a starving artist or you can at least pass as a starving artist and
2: whatever you do don't drink paint
0: yeah uh, otherwise you'll spiral country, out of control contrary to Oscar's earlier uh, acclamations that you could drink paint yeah don't I've had some time <laughs> to think Chance of death, one hundred percent. Yeah, probably. We're going to move on now to our horse melon symposium. We're going to pick a demographic. We're going to say three words. We're going to wrangle those words into a concept, a product that we can sell to that demographic. Um, I've got an interesting demographic for us. Go ahead. Recent retirees. Very nice. So people people that were working hard. They've you know they've put in the grind. They've put in the hours. They've got themselves a cushy pension. Somewhat fanciful, I know. Uh, and now... I imagine a pension. I'm Saying that pension. word right, pensión, <laughs> pen, pensión, pensión. Pensión. Yeah, pens. I do like my pens to be flat, so I guess pensión. Yeah, I'm in for it, but I, I can't have it till I'm old. Whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure work
1: pays for my iron. Work think it's pays like for my flat pens. I'd rather they paid my rent, but if they're gonna do anything, that's
0: at, l- at least the pens. So a recent retiree, they've been working there. They've been on the grind, and now they've got all this free time. Mm. Not really sure what to do with it just so yet. So they need, they need a new hobby. They need a new hobby or a new thing to keep them occupied. Something. Okay. So we're going to say three words. We're going to wrangle that into something to occupy recent retirees. Everybody ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Paradox. Beekeeper. <laughs> jamboree. <laughs> so the, the beekeeper jamboree paradox <laughs> is a well-known problem in mathematics. Um... Since the time of Plato, Socrates, other mathematicians—I think Socrates was a philosopher—but for the purpose of this bit, Pythagoras, Pythagoras, yeah, he was—he was very confused by the by the BJS. Um, no, BJP, BJP, by the, BJs. By the BJP. Um, it's a, it's a a problem that goes back decades. Now, I don't know if you've heard of a software called Folding at Home yes uh that is
1: a hell of a deep cut job. yeah so <laughs> Fucking so for the
0: people that don't know folding at home is a software you can download into your computer and it runs complex mathematical mathematical calculations and it's i think it's to do with like unfolding proteins for science because apparently all the proteins are tangled and we need to untangle them You gotta flap them out for science you can't use your pen iron you have to use a protein iron it's a different product that's expensive and works on computers So that's something you can run. It's basically using your spare time on your computer to do work for other things. I remember I had that on my PlayStation 3. Yeah. Came with all of them. Came with all of them because Sony's all about protein. (laughs) So I'm thinking maybe pensioners, or at least recent retirees, are a great target to help the community solve the beekeeper-jamboree paradox.
2: Now, obviously, none of us are qualified mathematicians, but could you give a a brief overview as to why
1: the beekeeper jamboree paradox is such a big problem. So, I mean we all know what happens with the idea of um, uh, a beekeeper's outlook is basically, you don't know how prosperous your bees are being Mm. until you take a look in I mean, similar to kind of Schrodinger's Schrodinger's bees. Schrodinger's bees. It's less popular thought experiment. It's it's much the same kind of process, but the trouble is, when you go to a, a beekeeper jamboree one of the main topics of conversation is, well, how's your harvest this year? And obviously you don't know unless you peek <laughs> what in. It's called a harvest. <laughs> That's what I'm going with, unless anyone's got a better word. The bee harvest. The bee harvest. I I, I love it more than I could possibly love what the it The honey harvest. Is. So naturally, uh, what people do is they kind of roughly estimate. But because it's not an exact science, you then go away with the wrong picture of what it should be like in your head. Mm. So when you do finally peek, because of the jamboree, your numbers are skewed and they're not accurate or true whatsoever also mm. bees very rarely sit still very rarely very rarely sit still hard and to
2: count hard to count hard to like they'll be out going and getting flowers there's not like a designated nine to five where bees are going to be in the hive or anything else like that so it's very hard to tell uh where where their loyalties lie what they're yeah. doing with their time yeah. where where are they be where do the bees be and so at the big beekeeper jamborees um mm. it's the standard like oh how many bees do you have you know it's opening small talk for all these people that don't really know each Mm. other but they've all got a common interest in beekeeping which, as we all know, is a very popular hobby for retirees and uh, people that are slightly older because it's It's relatively slow-paced. It's not too too much
0: physical investment
2: and there's a nice you know there's a nice outcome you know cat's granddad keeps bees and so we have uh like delicious co- honey really nice it's lovely. roast bees we have roast bees <laughs> for dinner every sunday you do have to have about 200 plus to get any kind of a hearty meal yeah. but um to be
0: fair though roast bees are a lot nicer than mushy bees oh <laughs> yeah i i as a child i was always forced to eat mushy bees and i, I kind of i've never really got over that Yeah, you know, split bee soup is one of the ones <laughs> that
2: takes a really long time to prepare um, you got to cut them all individually, and as we all know, as we've established, counting them is very hard. So yeah, you um, can,
0: if you, you can put them with dough and tomato and cheese to have a pizza. Yeah,
2: and um, oh, one of my favourite ones is the um, pasta
1: sauce, is the penne alla arrabbiata So that's oh, yeah, that's really good. That was the idea that she used to like. That I mean, there's yeah. obviously the, the commonest version of that, which is baked bees. Baked bees, yeah. You yeah.
0: know, yeah, if you're on a budget, yeah. yeah, yeah, delicious. But to get back on topic. <laughs> To the jamboree. Uh, to the jamboree. So the jamboree. The paradox is, at the jamboree, this is where you make all of your honey sales. Yeah. This is where you you trade in that sweet nectar. The paradox is, you can't trade in that nectar without checking, and if you check, you'll ruin your harvest. You'll ruin your honey harvest. Because you're not going there with big crates full of honey. You're selling prospective things at the end of the uh, yeah end of the season. You're selling honey futures. Yeah. And without honey, there's no money. So the paradox is, how do you know how to sell? Yeah, how do you know how much to sell what you haven't got
2: without ruining it there? Yeah, so, supply and demand. You can't promise someone, uh, you know, 100 drums when really <laughs> you, don't, you don't know if you're going to be able to produce 100 a drums. If you only do two drums, you're short 98 drums. And someone's bought that. Someone's bought them. You owe that person 98 drums and they themselves probably owe it to someone else and the big B supply chain keeps on going down and down. Big Bs keep on turning. Big Bs keep on turning. Big Honey keeps on earning because they are behind all of this. But anyway, so that's, that's that's the rough outline of the paradox. So... It's a perfect thing. So whilst it's a really good thing to pitch towards uh, elderly people and Mm. retirees, you know, it's a a good community. Everyone looks after each other, but you've got to go into it knowing
0: the risks. I guess the paradox itself, you can kind of step around it by trading in these potential drums. Mm. So like you say, there's always a chain. The person in front of you, the person buying your drums needs to sell drums. They need to sell drums to that person.
1: So, so they sell
0: the promise of your they drums. They sell the promise obviously. of drums. And it turns out you can go to a beekeeper jamboree. You don't even have to have bees. You can still make some money from your honey. By it, selling futures, by your selling futures of honey. your non-existent honey. Now we've done this before. We've gone to the
2: supermarket and bought honey and then returned it and then gotten more honey back. I feel like we've... That does sound like something we would do. I don't remember that at all. It's i it's, I've just been hit by it, but I think that that inadvertently, was a low-scale mm. uh, approximation of the Beekeeper It's, a, it's a symptom of the BJP. Yeah, the BJP is at the top of the ladder and then smaller people individually going out and buying honey from somewhere. Oh, no, that was it. It was a farm shop that was selling honey and then buying back their own honey because they made money.
0: Right, yeah. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. So that is just a small-scale thing. The BJP is like the, the the man in the ivory tower. It's the... <laughs> it's the... In uh, the sticky tower. Yeah, the sticky tower big oh. stick oh god on account
0: of the honey let's be clear
2: yeah yeah not the man not
0: the man the not man the tower is not necessarily it's sticky all
2: about the honey uh so that's where that comes from
1: hmm so how are pensioners getting involved again? Well, we
2: just said that it's a, nat- it's a natural thing for them to gravitate to. And also it's a good way for them to top up their pension. Because uh, yeah. some people's pension isn't going to be that great. Some right. people's pension they want to give to families
0: and grandkids and stuff. But some people just want to get a slice of that pie. So the beekeeping is what we're kind of selling to them. But the beekeeper Jamboree paradox is what they need to know about. Yeah. yeah, Going into beekeeping, if you're not aware of the BJP, you're going to be, you're going to be struggling. In the market. Because you're you're, you're going to be... In the same way that you talk about like Hollywood accounting where um, actors get a cut of the profit and then they end up making no money because Hollywood never makes money. So you get a cut of the gross rather than the profits. The same is true for beekeeping. You want to get in on these potential drums and not just sell the drums that you have because you're going to get burned one way or the other. And so it's more of a... We know that retirees are going to be getting into beekeeping. It's It's a done deal. It's a done deal. But the BJP is something that we're giving out as an information pamphlet, maybe. Maybe we'll go door-to-door. Yeah. A leaflet.
1: Yeah, door-to-door salesman, just letting you know. I understand. Yeah, maybe it's a, a government service. Once someone hits 65, mm. we've got to go. We've got to go and talk to them about the BJP. Now,
2: it's, yeah. now, one of the things that is difficult is that, because we, we've established that beekeeping is the number one activity for um, all pensioners everywhere yeah uh, we haven't really delved too much I and mean, we won't spend too much time talking about it but the number two um, activity for pensioners is uh, bowls you know lawn lawn bowls yes yeah. um, and they have a very similar acronym which you need to make sure you don't get confused with because they are fiercely competitive uh, that's uh, bowls just pensioners so <laughs> don't um, it's
0: very exclusive
2: fe- just pensioners because when's the last time you saw a 20 something playing bowls mm. never happened so yeah, no one's ever said, "Oh, we've got a bright future in bowls." Yeah, yeah, the bright future in bowls is just being able to go and play bowls when it's bowls when it's bright outside. So yeah. um, just make sure that when you are signing up for the BJP, you're signing up to the correct BJP because, um, as I've said, they're fiercely competitive, and it's uh, once you're in, you're in. But you know, it's that that door is closed forever afterwards. It's one or the
0: other. You can you can partake in one interest as a as a pensioner. Yeah, that's it. That involves small circular striped things. Yeah, and it's either the stripy balls or the stripy bees. Yeah, what? you need to fill your quota. You need to fill your quota of stripy balls, yeah. stripy bees, or stripy bee for balls. The terminology is confusing, and that's why people who work don't get into it. Yeah, there's too much. To, too, much to, much too much to Keep in mind, too much to hold in your head. It's like the stock markets; they're intentionally confusing. Yeah, keep your way. And the bee market is potentially intentionally confusing. Maybe.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, I suppose. I suppose there's the. Um, alternative of uh, you know people put ships and bottles in their
1: downtime you know bottles but jaunty pontoons <laughs> i mean, the uh that's the third competitor who to be honest they don't get that many signups it's kind of home no. it's kind of home
2: based there's not there's no big organization for that one um you don't have to worry about them as much but no, no. it's weird
1: that they've all chosen the same acronyms it's like they kind of have to kind of you know go within a groove mm. i am astounded to be honest that. There is no service currently to help pensioners through their beekeeping. Mm. I'm really proud of us because we have actually... They lose a lot of money. They lose their pensions very quick by those slick, slick honey barons coming in and stealing all their money in honey futures. We're here to kind of prevent that.
0: Mm. We're just spreading information. We're just making it clear. In the same way that, you know, you get a, a free eye test on the NHS or you get, you know, a free prostate exam or whatever, you get a free awareness of the bjp a consultation with us beekeeping jamboree paradox and hopefully by spreading the word we can make recent retirees have an easy entry into the beekeeping sphere and that's it that's Perfect. all there is to it so with that i think we're going to close out the show for today thank you so much for listening we have been first world solutions and if you like what you heard this week that's great you should share it with your friends not my friends my friends are here recording the podcast they all already, of our but, friends are here they already know about it um, so share it with your friends and let, let them know what we're about. We've got a Spotify link, we've got a SoundCloud link, and you better bet we got an iTunes link. Uh, copy any or all of them, paste them to your friends, get to it.
2: If you've got any of your own problems, questions, queries, or prompts that you'd like us to take a swing at, uh, please do get in touch. We love hearing from everyone. And uh, we do try our best to look at all of the uh, platforms every week so we can topically solve people's issues uh you can find us on twitter we're at fwscast uh on facebook which is first world solutions or you can email us directly at fwscast at gmail.com or just drop a comment onto the soundcloud or uh, anywhere else you can think to get hold of us because we'd uh we'd love to hear from you and try
1: and give you short factual to the point advice on your issues if you're listening to us on iTunes, please do leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out as it helps us become just a little bit more visible on that platform. Plus, as Oscar mentioned, we love hearing from you guys, especially what you think about the show. Do you like it? Do you love it? Those are the only two options. There are no others. No, nope, far as I know. Pretty
0: much. <laughs> oh, th- one more, One more option. Do you want some more of it? Yeah. Three
1: yeah. That's, 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 and that's all you can tell us. But mm. do tell us that because it's nice. Uh, also, if you're listening to us on Spotify, please do share that follow link around. Uh, that really does help us out as well. It, although who knows where it's going to be at by the time this episode comes out. The time loop makes fools of us all. Yeah. Are
0: we in this year? Speaking oh, of the time loop, we haven't posted Stonepost yet. Today. That's true. I should post Stonepost today. You oh. should post Stonepost. What's by the, the caption? By the time... Well, we've had Stonepost is coming. Look busy. We've had Stonepost en route. Uh,
2: Stonepost got a bit caught up in traffic, but he'll be there on time, he <laughs>
0: Stonepost will only be five minutes late, Max. Okay, let's give that a try, shall we? What was it? Stonepost got caught in traffic, but he'll be there soon. We could never release Stonepost. He
2: promises. <laughs> We could just have Stonepost on Retainer and then just, like,
0: tease him for the next year. So by the time this episode goes live, Stonepost will already be in your hearts and minds. Um, And and you get to see behind the process and and witness the time loop like we had to. So keep an eye out for Stonepost. He is coming, or he has come. Will he come again? Will he come again? We're not sure. But in the meantime, thanks once again for listening. I've been Joel. I've been Oscar. I've been Tom. No problems. No problem.